We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. It is another edition. Week, week seven. Week seven of the Sunday Guard here on Sports Country Radio. Dan Zapano, Chris Rosa with you. Maddie C on vacation, on assignment, whatever, whatever you want to say. Uh, getting ready for the big festival, the bar mitzvah, whatever he's throwing uh, over the weekend. But he will be here uh, next week. We do have his picks. Obviously, I know you all look forward to that. Um, tough week. Tough week after week number six. We were due. We were due, Chris. I think we just we ran into the idea. And you could tell from the show last week that we were tilting. Everybody was tilting. And, you know, we caught the one and four flu, me and you, and Maddie went two and three. We, were, we all got too excited. I think, you know, you had your first five and oh week. Yes. You had to bounce it out. Yep. You take the Sorry. good with the bad. But this week, we're back to being very confident, which is absolutely oh, yeah. terrifying. Yep. Because, exactly, <laughs> like, you're very, very confident heading in now. Uh, and then you feel like all, again, like your hopes and dreams are going to crumble. Last week, the dogs... Six and eight straight up, nine and five against the spread. It was an absolute minefield. With and we took a lot of favorites. I mean, we took a lot of favorites last week, and I feel like we were a week early because I feel like this week there's a lot of short favorites. And you know, I remember I, sometime before like last Sunday, we I was talking in our group chat. And I was like, what if I just bet every underdog this week? What if I just did it? And last week was clearly the week to do it. And you know who didn't bet every underdog last week? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm right there with you. Having the having the pats in like every teaser, every parlay on the survival pool pick that we get knocked out of, like so the pats. I mean, that was they. Just, I mean, that was on that. That loss was on them. I, I'll give credit to the Denver defense, but I think a lot of that was just what they practiced what once or twice last week. Yeah, one one pra- uh, two, two practices in like two weeks. Not like, good. Yeah, nothing to do it for Jimmy G coming in. Jimmy G coming into Gillette. How do you feel? Do you feel like the Patriots won that trade? Or do you feel like they would rather have him back now? That was what, a second round pick they gave up for him? Or well, I mean, uh, they, they, they gave, for him? They gave up a ridiculous thing for him. I mean, that's... What, what was the trade? Second round pick for Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. Okay. I mean, no I think it's hard to tell this year... You know, I think you're going to have to see in the – you're still going to wait these next few years. You still have to see what you have in Stidham, if he's kind of going to be the future, or, you know, is Cam Newton going to be sticking around for a few years, depending on how he kind of finishes out this last half of the season and, you know, in any sort of playoffs if they get involved. Um, I think it's still too early to tell, uh, you know. and, and, and But, I mean, it's not like Jimmy has been, you know, blowing the doors off of anyone. Uh He's obviously he a Super Bowl last. last year. No, I I know, but a lot, I'm giving up a lot of that to the defense last year as well, and in the assistance with George Kittle, and even on the coaching as well. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo right now is 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 giving me hardcore Alex Smith vibes, and that's not an insult. Uh, but he's giving me the vibes that he's not necessarily gonna you know you're not gonna win any games specifically because of Jimmy Garoppolo, but you're also not gonna lose a lot of games because of him. Uh, it's still, you know, only a couple years into his career, so we'll still have to wait and see. But I think it's still a little bit too early to tell uh, who won that trade. Now, who did the Patriots draft with that second round pick? I don't recall who the draft pick was. Regardless, it should have been a first round pick. You're paying a 100%. guy four and a half million. Would I have him right now as my quarterback? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Over over Cam Newton or Brian Hoyer or Jared Stidham. In a heartbeat. I'd take. I don't know which jersey I'm going to wear this week. 
How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to figure out? Am I going to wear Jimmy or another Patriots shirt? I don't know. Well, you're going to wear a Patriots jersey because you're a Patriots fan. That's that's true. That's true. But <laughs> I'm yeah, going to hold I, you through that forever. You got that Whitney Houston, you know. I will always love you type of thing going on in the back. I refuse to wear apparel for any team that I'm not a fan of. Uh, the only time that might falter is if I ever get a Golden Knights jersey because they're beautiful. <laughs> um, and I'm also not nearly as big into hockey as I am with the baseball and the football. But you'll never catch me wearing any other NFL jersey or any other baseball cap uh, other than the Oakland and the Vegas caps. So. Well, your your two teams have the, like, the two nicest jerseys. That's also true. I've been blessed with absolutely beautiful jerseys. Beautiful jerseys. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, let's get into it. Let's go to Sunday night. Uh, just announced. Sunday night was just changed a couple hours ago. Um, obviously, we're recording on a Thursday, so um, if you're listening to this, this was changed to Seattle and Arizona because of the whole Raiders, Trent Brown, COVID situation, and all the linemen getting sent home. So really weird that only the linemen got sent home, but I don't really know. And John, Jonathan Abram, the safety as well. Um, oh, really? Okay. God, I hope by the time you hear this, that game is to move to Monday or Tuesday because I really don't want to be without every starting offensive lineman. Uh, against that Bucks defense, I, I I wouldn't either, especially after we got burned last week betting yeah. the Packers. Um, Seattle and Arizona, the line is three and a half. The over under is fifty six. Do you dare? Do you dare touch that over under? God, that would be fun though, right? It would be <laughs> a fun bet. Uh, that could be a game you might maybe maybe a tease Seattle and and the uh, and the over. Uh, oh. You know, get it down to forty nine. That might be a be a thought there, uh, but any I feel like for me, just anytime I see Seattle uh, with Russell Wilson I, on prime time, especially less than a touchdown, um, you know, against an Arizona team that they, I mean, they they decimated Dallas last week. I mean, R.I.P. the Dallas Cowboys. That that was one of the most horrendous showings. But I think a part of a lot of that was uh, Ezekiel Elliott just sticking sticking his hands into just buckets of grease before every single game as he fumbles the ball an ungodly amount of times. Um, so I'm still not 100% sure to see or what to think of Arizona as Kyler Murray still didn't really have that great of a passing game either. Uh, the dude's fast, but I, I, you know, I'm still not sure what to make of Arizona. And, I mean, Seattle is just Seattle. So give me the Seahawks minus three. You, and you know the rule. This is rule three. This is rule, rule three. three. I, mean, I, don't, I don't need to even ask rule number three. Uh, for me, that's a weird game because I literally just found out about this like five minutes ago. So I'm going to go fly off the seat of my pants in a second. It's weird because you would expect this game to be super high scoring. And with Arizona and Seattle, it usually is. Um, but they've also had battles in the past where it's not. They've also had battles in the past. You remember that famous 6-6 six to six overtime tie on Sunday night uh, in Arizona a few years ago. Uh, I just think they know each other. I just think they know each other. Now, Jamal Adams, again, still not. You know, 100%. We still don't know if he's going to play. But I just got a feeling here that these two teams just know each other super, super well. And Seattle's coming off a bye, and that's like a big deal. They're getting a little bit more healthy. But Seattle coming off a bye, they're playing a, a Miami team that they only scored 24 points on, if I recall, right? I think it was like 24 points. Um, but, you know, it was a close game, low-scoring game. Arizona coming off a big high win. I think their offense probably struggles in this game, and Carroll gives them you know, a little bit of hell, and this game just goes under. I think this game just goes under. I normally wouldn't take an under in a dome. <laughs> like, that is the dumbest thing 
in my brain, but because I hate it, I'm going to flip it on myself and say the under 56 with Arizona and Seattle. And you're not breaking the rule. I'm not breaking the rule. Exactly. I'm not, it's not even in effect. I'm not touching that man, not touching the horseshoe man over there. He can still Um, win. And, and, you know, as long as he doesn't score too many points, you're perfectly happy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, Matt gives a little bit of an interesting thing. Road favorites off of a buy are 69%. Very nice right now against the spread. Uh, 63, 28, and 2 right now. So that's an interesting one. But Seattle also 61% of the uh, tickets, 86% of the money. Matt loves Seattle. He's not going against. He's not going against Russell Wilson. Even at three and a half, which is a weird number. uh, I tend to agree with you guys, but I'm going to take the under in this game. Monday night. Let's go to Monday night because I feel like I know this game inside and out. I feel like this is the quintessential. We have had this game on Monday night – or excuse me, on Sunday night, two years in a row. Now it's on Monday night. It's in L.A., Rams and the Bears. So Rams coming off of the embarrassing Sunday night game where you knew the 49ers were the right side and I knew that Shanahan was going to have a plan and I didn't – I was tilting – and Matt convinced me, and I hated my life. So um, Rams catching, playing six points here to the Bears. The Bears just don't get any respect. They get none. I'm just, I'm waiting for the week that the Bears just finally, the wheels finally fall off, but Nick Foles has continued to just do just enough to keep them in these games, and the defense has been, I mean, the defense has been suffocating. Uh, Cleo Mack has finally kind of come alive again. Uh, as he was pretty quiet through these first good few weeks here. Um, I, I have written down one thing, and I've been staring at it, and I've been hating that I put that down this whole time, so I'm going to flip-flop it and probably regret it come Monday night. So I'm going to take the Bears plus six, uh, with the only reason that they just they just somehow keep doing it. They just keep doing it every That's single it. week. And I'm waiting for that one week where it falls apart, and it's going to be this week because it's the week that I'm picking them. But we're going to go Bears plus six just because that defense has been so suffocating. Well, Chris, the money is against you. 53% of the bets are on the Rams. 63% of the money is on the Rams. So a little bit of movement here. Here's my take on this game because this one, when I looked at it, I said, this is the easiest game. I know exactly where I'm going because I've seen this movie a hundred times. This game, two years ago, on Sunday night, I remember we picked it on the show a couple of years ago, and I picked the Rams to destroy the Bears. It was, in, it was in Chicago. It was a cold night on a Sunday night, late in the year, and the Bears upset them 15-6. to Next year, last year, uh, another game where I took the under in that game because and the previous year the teams were the exact same and I thought the Rams were even worse. And what happened? The Rams beat them 17-7. to So this one was super easy to me. I'm betting the under 45. The Rams and the Bears consistently, two of the most physical teams in football. Rams, everybody loves the Rams. I mean, like, I've, I've heard all these professional bettors putting the Rams as their number one team in the NFL. Number one, number two. And, and you know, for good reason. I mean, they have a really, really solid offense that's been really efficient. Aaron Donald against that Bears, uh, you know, front 
uh, obviously is going to make a lot of them nervous and seeing what they can do on offense. Um, I just don't think the Bears are going to score that many points. I can see this game. The over-under is really low. It's 45. I can see this game being like, again, 20 to 13, you know, slugfest between the Bears' defense just holding on, basically, against Goff, who, again, like, you look at Goff, he did the same thing he always does. He did the same thing he always does on Sunday when he plays a good defense, is that he gives that deer-in-the-headlights look, and you know as soon as you see that, it's going to be a long night for him because he just doesn't throw the ball well when he has to sit there in the pocket and just read off, read off, read off. And he's going to see probably a 6-1 front like they always do, and the Bears are going to make it really difficult on him. They're going to pressure him. I just think that this game is a slugfest between two very similar teams in terms of defense. And I don't think the offenses are – I think the offenses are overrated. I think the the Bears – are obviously average, and the Rams are on the – I think they're going to be on the decline the rest of the year. I mean, I just don't get why the Rams – people love the Rams because their measures are efficient, I guess. But I, uh, I'm i all over the under on this game. The last two years, again, it's been cake. So um, I like the under. All right. So that just means that they're going to score 50 points. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, this game – no, no, no. What's going to happen is it's going to be 23-20. It's going to be 23-21, right? And the Bears are going to have a chance to go down the field and kick a field goal. And it's going to be kicking. The field goal is going to be heading either left or right and then go the other way, and I'm going to lose either way. Hey, what works for me? That exact outcome is is beautiful for me. So I won't complain. There we go. I know you wouldn't complain. (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't mind one bit. Matt, um, Matt likes the Rams. He's following the money. I, I can see this is his theme this week is like follow the money. Like we already said, like 53% of the tickets on the Rams, 63% of the money on the Rams. Bounce back week off of a loss. Bears coming off the win against Carolina. I mean, that's that's not a bad choice at minus six. Now, it opened at seven, and it got hammered, obviously, on that point. But it blew past six and a half, and now down to six. I'll be interested, but I like his like little caption that he wrote me it was just like right before he wrote it, just a sigh on it. Like he's just like uh, I don't even want to touch this game. Like I love the Bears, but I can't pick them. Matt just again at some point one of these weeks, the the Bears are going to get blown out, and it's not going to be pretty. But it's just trying to figure out which week that is. And that's why I'm so afraid the fact that I'm on them this week is that, that this is going to be the week that the the, the the Rams win, like, 20 to 3. But we'll have to wait and was see. Was he on them for the Colts game or no? I can't remember if he was on. I feel like he was on them. I can't like, – he can't quit that team. He can't quit that team. He, he's, like – he's hopped They're up addicting. on Bears juice all the time. <laughs> that's what he is. They keep go, they keep sneaking their way, and I feel like into that money line parlay. I keep he keeps I feel like wanting to get them in there. I know. I, well, there have been dogs every. They're just that's all bears are. Bears are just big dogs, and I guess he agrees with that because put them in the money line parlay. They're five and one. Why not? There you go. Um, okay, let's go to the top three. I'm nervous, Chris. I'm nervous about what you're going to say. Um, I've, I've already seen Maddie's picks. One of the games I absolutely just can't even go there. But uh, the two other games, 
Nah, really just one of the games is I'm okay with. The two other games I'm like, eh. So give me your number three here. Number three today is I think the one that you don't even want to touch, and that is I'm taking the Browns minus three against the Cincinnati Bungles. Uh, I understand Baker struggled quite a lot last week, but people have to, you have to realize the Pittsburgh Steelers are eons ahead of where the Cincinnati Bengals are, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, the Steelers are the number one team in pressure rate, uh, whereas Cincinnati, I believe, is like the 29th. Uh, on pressure rate, uh, the Bengals are also just a super young team, and the Browns should be able to bounce back against a defense that blew a 21 to nothing lead last week against uh, Old Man Rivers there, throwing picks left and right. Uh, so I think this is a get-right game for the Cincinnati, uh, for the, the Cleveland Browns uh, in the Battle of Ohio. Uh, especially, I, I think part of it is just Pittsburgh is just a house of horrors for Cincinnati. Uh, so give me, give me the Browns. This is my least... Uh, confident pick of the three, but give me the Browns minus three. Well, that's a ringing endorsement, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's a, the, the, these are our first picks. Are they are least confident? But that also means it's my third most confident of any any game this week. Right, right. That's true. So there you go. I mean that that's got to count for something, right? Exactly. Um, for me, uh, I'm going under the weather here. Uh, we are gonna get some snow games this weekend. Did you know that we're gonna get some snow? snow it's not even Halloween yet. Well, you know, I'm sitting down here in Virginia, and it's 85 degrees today. And I'm like, I hate this. Like, where is the fall? Like, I'm missing it. Uh, I, so, today was a little rough in Connecticut. It was like 70 degrees, but it was humid and gross out. So, Ugh, That's like the worst in mid, mid-October, almost end of October. Uh, Denver is going to see – and here's what's crazy about this. Denver is going to see on Saturday 64 degrees as their high. On Sunday, the high is 25 on Sunday. 25 degrees, 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. Now they're saying one to three inches of snow is expected as before it was was six inches. So it could be either or. Either way, you're going to get snow Sunday into Monday. This is a one, two o'clock kickoff uh, mountain time. So that is important to know. But again, wind, snow, Mahomes coming in, the Chiefs uh, coming off of the win on Tuesday night uh, against the Bills. Uh, I'm sorry, Monday Monday night. night. I apologize, Monday night. You're right. The Tuesday night was the week before. Um, The win on Monday night against the Bills in a yucky Buffalo rain. Like, that was a real slugfest. I think the strategy remains the same. Uh, And Le'Veon Bell makes his debut, which is interesting. Uh, so I think the strategy remains the same. Kansas City, not a great defense against the run. I think they're like 25th in yards per carry, uh, yards yards per rush allowed. Um, Denver, not great with the run, but they are in like the top half of the league defending the run. Kansas City likes to run the ball, though. I mean, Kansas City likes to run the ball. They they showed it last week with Edwards Hilaire and. And with Bell, and there's been games like that where they've done that. And they're trying to win, I think, in different ways. So I think that they'll try to run the ball, especially in the snow up there in Denver. It just seems like a comfortable kind of runaway um, where it's kind of close maybe in the first half. And then in the second half, Chiefs kind of, you know, turn it on midway through the third quarter. I see it like a, you know, 27-10 type of game. Denver, ugh, Denver killed me last week. I mean, they just they – just, Denver, they, see, they, they got their upset win last week. 
Yeah, they got their upset win. That's what I mean. Like, they got their big time, and they're always good against Cam Newton. They're always good against the Pats. Like, they always give them trouble. Kansas City, they don't ever give trouble. Like, Kansas City never has a problem with them. Um, nine and a half is a lot of points, but um, I'm going to take the under here. It's it's 45 for a Chiefs game. The over-under. It's 45 for a Chiefs game. And I feel like that number, though, is just has come down and down and down and down all week. It opened at 49, so... Obviously, the Sharps are going to be hammering that, knowing that uh, the Chiefs right now not playing great offensively. It's not that they're not playing great. It's just they're not scoring. The, that's the surprising is they're still playing pretty good. It's right. just compared to what we're used to, to the, the, the record-shattering numbers of Mahomes and company. And, I mean, heck, now you just add Le'Veon Bell. Um, who you, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, but I think you're going to get a heck of a lot more than what the Jets got out of him because they just didn't use him. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean that the, the fact that the Jets—it's just a total. I'm surprised none of us are going with Buffalo minus twelve and a half this week. Like, at least I don't think we are. But I'm no, sure I it's because so. I have one of these weeks with the Jets. You know, it's gonna—they're gonna—they're gonna just win one or something stupid, uh, or they're gonna—they're gonna backdoor cover something. So it's just one of these weeks. So it's when you get a number that big against a team, and I've already been burned by big numbers and games that have to do with Buffalo. So I'm leaving it alone. I did get Miami last week minus nine and the under, which is bananas. Like to do something like that's, that. That's that's two weeks in a row, if, bro. If you faded the Jets and did the under, you would win. That's like that's like upsetting. If you're a Jet, that's how bad the Jets are. They're huge underdogs. I think next so next week the Jets play the Chiefs. By the way, the opening it's, line yes. was minus twenty two. Yeah, that was which, the opening line. Is something like the sixth highest line, uh, I think, in the NFL, uh, and I believe only one of those is covered. Actually, um, I think it was it was like Dallas Miami last year was the only one that's covered. Might have to hammer the Chiefs. <laughs> just for fun. Just for fun. Just for fun. All right. That's the game the Jets win somehow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Man, can you imagine? That might be one of the greatest upsets in sports history. Is that game? If that ever happens. No, you know like, what remember, that when game Dallas, is be? remember when Dallas beat the Jet or lost to the Jets last year? Yes, and everybody yes. was like stunned. Like that would be that. You no, know, you know what this because because of the way this Jets season is going, they're going to cover, but they're going to yeah. lose on a missed field goal or like Joe Flacco is going to fumble it or something where they they lose, but they 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 cover and they could have won. Sam Darnold back this week, by the way. He's back. Yeah. Super Sam. Um, Matty Ice. I absolutely despise this pick, but I know this is where the money's going. I just don't understand it. He's taking Tennessee minus one and a half uh, with Pittsburgh coming in, and I just don't get why the Sharps are mo- are all over Tennessee. I mean, like, all over. I think the last number I saw was Pittsburgh getting, like, 61% of the bets right now. And Tennessee, I have it right here, 61% of the bets on Pittsburgh – 85% of the money is on Tennessee. I just – am I missing I something? It. It's just got to be one of those, like, crazy things where – but Tennessee's missing guys from COVID. Taylor Luan out. It's the best sack team, yeah. the best how do you, team in the NFL. How do you have a game where a team is getting over half of the bets but literally 15% of the money? A team that good, like me, Pittsburgh that is like good. the best. Enemy. And they're getting points now. Like they're getting one and a half points. Opened 
at Pittsburgh minus two. I, uh, Which is I, crazy. Here, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't. I, I, um, I know he's all money. It's the it's the Derrick Henry train. I think that's also part of it. Is Derrick Henry's kind of woken up uh, over these last few weeks, and he's been pretty unstoppable. But again, this is easily, without a doubt, the best team that Tennessee has faced all year. I just don't see how they. Like they're not. They're just not a very like even with their run game. Like their run game is overrated. Like it just yeah. is. And they give up a ton. They give up like 275 yards a game on defense. It's like crazy. So I don't know. That's that game. I just I'm I'm away from it. Tennessee. Anything with Tennessee is voodoo to me. Like it's just voodoo. So that's what that's 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 Matt's third game. And I, I understand he likes Ryan Tannehill and the coaching with Mike Vrabel and everything. But I just to me, there's only one side in that game that you take if you're taking it. And it's Pittsburgh money line. It's Pittsburgh. Well, I was at Pittsburgh plus one and a half, but money line yeah. also works too. Uh-huh. I would take money line. Like I don't see how that's not in the money line parlor. Like that's yeah, yeah. Um, I well, if we're gonna move on, that's my second pick. <laughs> so is it really? Oh my god! It's okay. Steelers plus one and a half. Um, wow. Listen, the Titans have caught every single break possible to get to this five and zero record, uh, and they're going up against the toughest defense in, that they've played all year. And also the Titans defense has been pretty bad. They're allowing 5.1 yards per rush. They're allowing 7 yards a pass. Uh, along And along with that, opponents are converting 58% on third down and have scored on 14 of 16 red zone trips, which is both the worst in the NFL. The Steelers' offense has looked pretty good as they've activated secret weapon Chase Claypool uh, to just give another weapon and finally kind of get that complimentary receiver to Juju back with, since they lost AB. James Conner has looked serviceable along with Benny Snell and Ben Roethlisberger is back to being Ben Roethlisberger. Like I said, I, it, it, I, I'm way, like, I'm, I'm unbelievably confident that the Steelers one should win this game. Uh, so I don't, I, I don't get, I don't get what Matt's going at. And I feel bad saying that cause he's not here to defend himself. Um, but I, I, I think this is the week when the wheels come off for the Tennessee Titans. It's purely a money play. It's purely a sharp guy money play because literally Two weeks ago, when this game was supposed to be played, that was going to be my number one game on on the I remember. list, and, and, and then it got canceled. So I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, I'm off that game. I am on easily on my top two picks. I feel like are just cakewalk here. Green Bay got smacked around last week. There's no way that happens this week. I mean, there's just no way that they lose, and there's no way. That Houston even comes close to hanging with them. I don't care if that game's on the road. Uh, Aaron Rodgers off of a loss. I mean, he even said it. Like, sometimes we need a kick in the ass to, like, wake up. And they got I think, it. From- I think a lot of good teams sometimes need that just as a reminder. Like, listen, you're still playing in the NFL. Like, you're still playing NFL players. Uh, and, again, it wakes you up because they were kind of just – they were just kind of gliding through those first five games, you know, without any issue. Um, so I think that was almost good for them going forward as much as uh, blowout loss sucks. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, like, they had one game, I think, where they played Detroit and got down, like, 13 early and then came back and destroyed them. But, like, I was shocked at that they just rolled over after the two interceptions. Like, I just could not believe that. Um, but they did play the number, like, the number one DVOA defense. I mean, they played a really good it's defense. A, it's like, it wasn't a bad defense that they lost but, to. Like, the Bucks are only getting better every single week. And if we had had to pick that Bucks raiders game, 
I was so on the fence because the dogs have been so good on Sunday night. But, like, I had to think to myself, Bucks are only getting better every week. Like, that's yeah. what's going to happen. So, with the Packers, though, they're now going from the fourth-ranked team in pressure rate, the Bucks, to the fifth-lowest pressure rate in the Texans, 16.7%. So, Houston doesn't tackle. They don't know how to tackle. Zach Cunningham is the only guy in that defense that knows how to tackle. Um, and then you've got Rodgers off of a loss. 40, yeah. 21, and 1 against the spread in his career off of a loss. Um, even straight up, he's 33, 21, and 1. I mean, this is just so easy. I love the Packers bounce back this this week. Why this line is at 3.5 when the Texans, after the stupid, stupid idea to go for 2, uh, come on, Rack. I mean, come on, buddy. Like, that's a that's a bad call, Romeo. Like, come on, man. So, yeah, Packers minus 3.5 and, and a blowout. Yeah, I, you took all the words out of my mouth. One other stat I will add to that, though, is that the Texans are allowing over six yards of play on defense as well. Um, so we're, you're going to get a chance to have Aaron Rodgers sit in the pocket because, like you said, they, the Texans don't put pressure on quarterbacks. And, again, Devontae Adams is back. He was a little quiet last week, but he has another week getting back into the system after being hurt for a couple of weeks. And Aaron Jones has still been a phenomenal running back so far throughout this year. So, I, again, this is another one of those games where it's like, I don't get the line. I don't get it. Just like with the Steelers, I don't get it. This should be easy. The Packers, one, should easily at least win by at least a touchdown. Because the thing is, if the Packers can get up early, that eliminates the best part of the Titans game in the running game. Because they can't. you can't keep running the ball if you're down. Right. So this game, it, I get it, shouldn't be close. And I hate how confident I am in all of these games. <laughs> Well, it's good because we are on a trifecta with Matty Ice. He loves the Packers, minus three and a half. I think everybody just loves the Packers. I mean, I don't know why this line isn't higher. I'm surprised it hasn't moved more. I think it opened at minus three, and it's now up to minus three and a half. So, um, yeah, I mean. So you want to hear something fun about this game? Yeah. Now, the Packers are getting 60% of the bets, which is, you know, it's, it's, it, they got a decent lead. They're getting 97% of the money. That's insane. What bothers my mind about that is if you have 40% of the bets on the Texans, but how are they only getting, like, that must mean there have been some huge money bets right now on Absolutely. the Packers to only have 3% coming into the Texans. Like, Absolutely. And I think this, that number of bets will increase dramatically. This could be that week when you look at, like, this could, remember, the, I think, what was it, the game? Was it the Chiefs-Browns one or two years ago where Vegas got, just punched in the face on a just a really bad line. I think the Chiefs are only favored by like three or four points. Yeah, and th this this could be that game. This could be that game where the Vegas just takes a huge hit because again, it's it's only three and a half. Like they should easily win this game by like I said, at least a touchdown. Yeah, but if the Texans somehow backdoor cover, oh, you'll catch me flying through the sky into a skyscraper. Incredible. I'm just gonna just gonna yeet myself off a building if that happens. You <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, we're all on the Packers this week. Um, In case you missed it, Matt and I are on the three, all the three games, same three games. Are you really? Oh, wait, hold on. Before you say that, I just wanted to point this out because I know you saw this article. I'm pretty sure you mm -hmm. did. The Packers before the Bucks game were the number one highest rated efficiency offense of all time. Yes. To that game, which was an amazing article on The Ringer by Kevin Clark. Um, 
So that's even more confident. I mean, I don't know how you get. It's also made that game even more crazy. But I think you know this is one of those situations when you're talking about the game last week is the the, the Packers do have that kind of tendency if if they get down, you know, if all of a sudden they start having a rough game, they kind of just roll over. Um, which I guess would be the only reason you worry about this game, but I just don't see any way that the Texans would get any sort of lead in this game. Complete anomaly game last week with the Bucks not having any penalties. That yeah. was my number one point about that team, that they were undisciplined. I was shocked that that was the case. Number one, you said that you're on the same game, so are you really – you're taking Cleveland, huh? Cleveland, Packers, and then we're on the same game with the Steelers and the Titans. I'm just on the Steelers. Wow. And we're also on the Seahawks at minus three as well. Oh, God, you guys are like in lockstep. You dress the same this week too? Uh, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I, Matt, I, I wear a flannel almost every day now, and I'm sure I'm sure Matt has broken out of flannel at least once or oh, twice this week. No doubt. No doubt. So Cleveland, why? I told you. That was my first game I picked. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's because uh, you know just just the complete difference in in the game between you know the Steelers and the Bengals. It's a totally different it's a totally different team, and I you know I think the the Browns can take care of business against a terrible Bengals team with a terrible Bengals all, uh, defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I just you look at that game because like, they already played, they already played, so it's like you know now they're going to Cincinnati, Cleveland, obviously. Like I, I, now, I don't know what to make of them. Like, they're coming off of that loss. Now I don't know what to make of them because they're not for real. Like, they're just not for real. I mean, they're going to have to beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh for them to be for real at any point, but I still think they're good enough to to win by at least a field goal against the Bengals. Yeah. I just don't like that line for the Bengals either. Yeah. I feel like, though, that that's going to probably be one that we're all going to be like, wow, the Bengals won this game. Like, it's it's instilling confidence in our picks right now. There you go. There you go. Um, uh, my number one. Yeah. And I love this team. I've loved this team all year. And I, it was the right time to get off of them last week. We didn't touch the game. It was a very good idea for us. And we're getting right back on because I had them last year in this exact game. And I had them on the money line like an idiot. And I didn't take them at plus nine and a half. Um and they lost on a field goal, and that was the Carolina Panthers. I love the Carolina Panthers again this week. I, plus seven and a half. That number got moved from six and a half to seven and a half. And we're talking about following the money this week, right? This is probably your best follow the money game. Road divisional dogs have been the theme for us, and they've worked so far a ton. They worked with Washington last week against the Giants, and then thank God bless you, Ron Rivera, for going for two on that uh, right at the end of that game. But uh, if you look at this game last year, again, like I said, I think the Saints are worse and the Panthers are better. Is that fair? Yeah, 100%. And I think what, 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 when you're looking at this game, what's important is you're getting that hook. You're getting yep. that half-point hook where they can lose by a touchdown and be fine. Um, and again, like you said, this is a divisional game. I think they can keep it close. And I feel like this is, this is the game for the Panthers to prove something after coming off to another, again, another weird loss against the Bears. Like, it's just another weird game against the Bears. Um, and I still don't know what to make of the Saints. And Michael Thomas is hurt again. Uh, he has a hamstring issue. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Also on the injury front, uh, A.J. Brown uh, is also uh, has, a, has a knee issue this week, uh, just, just to keep that in mind. But, oh, yeah, I, I love this pick as well. You know, I, I was on Carolina last week, and last week was like, – yeah. I feel like you just can't bet on Bears games because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I've said that all year. It's like the Bears and the Colts to me are like the two teams that I'm just like, 
just nope. stay away. Not on my face. Um, but yeah, I think this is a, this is a great week again. I it just just taking like a more than a touchdown dog in a divisional game just seems right. It just seems like the right thing to do in any situation. Well, it's just there's no other game that I would do it in because I'm yeah. like, why are the Saints getting so much value at seven and a half? It's like the line moved up. It hasn't moved all week. And I'm like, the Saints aren't that good of a team right now. Michael Thomas is not there. The one thing that the Panthers can get killed by is Kamara. That will that will be the big test because they're not very good against the run. They are very good against the pass. Uh, that safety out of Southern Illinois, the rookie, Jeremy Chin, nobody knows about him. He might win defensive rookie of the year. I mean, he's really, really good. Um, you're sounding like a sharp guy here. You want to know why? The Panthers, 43% of the bets, 71% of the money. I love that. See, I love that. I don't know why the Panthers got like kind of because the game's in in it's a Carolina New Orleans game. It's a boring NFC South divisional game. Nobody's gonna watch it. It's a sneaky play, is what it's a sneaky. Sneaky. You like that? Sneak. Um <laughs> Matt loves the Browns, as we said. Browns are his number one pick of the week. And he said he is tired of Joey Covers. He's tired of him. Uh, Geno Adkins, Carlos Dunlap not participating in practice all week um, for Cincinnati, so that's a big loss for them. Cleveland, best offensive line in football, as a lot of people have said. Uh, that's a good sign. I mean, the more I hear it, the more I like it. So, I don't know. I, I just – you just talk about road div- divisional dogs, and then, then we go to Cleveland. Well, well, yeah, but, well, I mean, when you're, when you're talking about the, the difference between a Cincinnati Bengals team, and I know Joe Burrow has a lot of control. He's a rookie quarterback. Their defense has been horrendous. And then you talk about Carolina, who's looked solid, Teddy Bridgewater, and Rob, talk about freaking Robbie Anderson coming out of freaking nowhere with, with what New a, York. What a he's, I think, got the third, like something. He's, I know he's in the top five for receiving yards. And it's just another situation where the Jets don't sign a guy mm-hmm. and he goes on to do well somewhere else. So you know Le'Veon Bell is going to somehow, even though we're halfway into the season, probably rush for over 1,000 yards with the Chiefs. Um, I think that's been probably the most. Uh, not talked about thing in this offseason, the Carolina signing Anderson and him just automatically becoming a number one ride receiver. Uh, and also, I mean, Mike Davis has performed admirably well. Very um, well. You know, kind of replacing CMC uh, while he's out. Uh, and I'm assuming he'll probably be coming back within the next, you know, one or two weeks after this week. Um, yeah, they said they said that he was probably going to maybe be able to come back next week. So, And you've, you've mentioned this before, is as Carolina's doing all this without – Without it, without the, their best player, without one of the best offensive weapons in all of football, uh, and they're right in the thick of a playoff hunt as we're, we're, we're approaching, you know, we're in week seven, we're getting to halfway through the year. So uh, Carolina's got you know, a lot of upside, and Teddy Bridgewater's still young. You know, he's not an old guy or anything, so they've kind of got the makings of a pretty solid team for the next few years. Uh, that's getting a little too far ahead of where we are right now, but again, like you said, Carolina plus seven and a half is, I think, a huge difference than Cincinnati plus three uh, against the Browns. I love it. I love, I love, love, love Carolina this week. Okay, uh, let's do the specials. Super Chris's super, super of the week. Make me feel like a super person. So last week was this. I knew it, was, it wasn't going to hit because you got both of you guys took it. I know. I knew it. It was, it was, it was the, the freaking, you know, it was the Patriots screwed us and the Packers screwed us. Um, so I'm glad at least two of them lost because 
it, when you get a teaser like that and you hit two of the three, it's the freaking worst thing in the world. Trust um, me, I know exactly what you're saying with North Carolina on Saturday night killed me. So, I know so this week uh, we're sticking with two games. Uh, we're sticking with two games that we picked earlier. I'm taking. I'm going to stick with the Steelers. Give me so we get an eleven and a half points with the Steelers. I'm sticking with the Packers as well. Hopefully they don't screw me like they did last week at six and a half uh, against the these the Houston Texans there. Uh, and then the only game since I, I'm not as comfortable with the Browns at minus three uh, there, so I'm switching to the Chiefs and I pick them. Uh, the Chiefs are kind of my safety blanket in these supers when they can just get to a pick them because I'm usually pretty confident that they can win. Uh, and I know we like the under in that game, and I like that, like you said, it's just a 27 to 10, just kind of a game that's close early, but then the Chiefs are able to put you know put Denver to bed uh, at the end. Uh, you know, give me like a give me a mistake by Drew Locke or something in some rough weather. Uh, so give me give me the Chiefs and the pick'em. So that again is Steelers, Packers, and the Chiefs uh, with the super this week. I'm feeling confident. You know, I, I usually I haven't lost too many supers over the last few years, uh, so I like a good bounce back week this week. Love it, absolutely love it. Um, my survival pool pick died last week, and I was knocked out. So now the survival pool pick with the Pats. Hopefully you all took Miami and didn't listen to me. Like I said, uh, I know you all want to take Miami, but take you know, the Bills divisional this game. And I forgot that it was the Jets that they're playing. So uh, dummy pick, my me, dummy pick. Um, for me, we haven't taken this team yet, so we're gonna replace my. We're gonna just replace New England with Miami. Hopefully you took them. And uh, we're going to take Green Bay this week. Uh, Green Bay, again, like I said, this is the week in the season where you want to start piling up the wins and using the good teams because it's just now, if you're already at this point, you're at week six, now it's time to use the good teams because you want to just make it as far as you can. There are good teams that we haven't even used yet. We haven't used Seattle. We haven't used Green Bay. We haven't used Tampa. We haven't used Kansas City. We haven't used Baltimore. Um I think we used Pittsburgh. I can't remember. But, um, again, we, have, we haven't used Tennessee. We haven't used a lot of teams that we could definitely use. And uh, I think you know that we're saving Kansas City for next week when they play the Jets. So uh, take the Packers this week. It's going to be really, really, really easy, I think, for them to win. Um, hopefully you're still alive. Hopefully you're still alive in your survival pool this week. Okay. It is time for Maddie's Magic Moneyline Parlay. Cue the ring on all the fun little magical sounds that we can make. Uh, Moneyline Parlay this week. Check this. It's going back to the woodshed. His favorite team from last week was the Detroit Lions. And he ain't lying because it's plus 115 on the money line. He's going to put him in the Moneyline Parlay. Likes the spot. Now, I, I got to be honest. I almost put Atlanta in my picks this week. I was, like, very close to putting Atlanta in my picks this week. I just – they bounced back, and I think, like, now – and I'm trashing Matt's money line, Barley. But I think now, like, how last year, at the end of the year, they played really, really hard for Dan Quinn. Like, I think now they're going to play really, really hard for Raheem Morris. So – and you could see it. There was a big difference last week with the speed on defense. Uh, Detroit doesn't have speed on defense. I would be sh- – Kind of surprised that that hits. And then this is a really long shot, but Denver in at home against Kansas City is plus 350. It's a plus 867. So you're getting a lot of juice on this. Now, the Broncos obviously played great defense last week. Um, 
he likes a sleepy spot for Kansas City. Sleepy spot for Kansas City. I don't think so. I think Kansas City usually historically has killed them. I, I, I would be very surprised if this game, if this game, actually, actually has a close game. You know, I do think it'll be under, but I, I, I would be a little bit surprised if this game is within a touchdown. I'll say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's. Out of all of Matt's Matt's wonderful money line parlays, this this might be the one that is the least close to hitting. Um, now, he can't come any closer. Like he can't be. No, he he's closer. been inches, centimeters even from hitting one of these freaking parlays, and it hasn't been. But I think this is is I understand. I think the Denver's just you really get some of that serious juice in there. Um, but I again, I'm not even a big fan of the, the Detroit pick. Um, but again, maybe this is the week. Then it means that they're both going to hit because we we both they probably like are. It. They probably are. I mean, golly, with Washington last week just on the on the two point conversion. I felt bad because I'm sitting there. I'm like, yes, go for the two because no matter what, it's done. Because I just have them with the points, perfect. And then you message our group chat and oh, poor Maddie. Yet again, oh, it felt horrible. Another week. Because <laughs> it's out. two weeks in a row that that happened. To him. Yeah, he just kill. Literally so, inches. Literally. So. Uh, maybe this is the week. I, I'm not confident in it, but maybe that makes me really, really stupid. I don't know. Um, anything else you like on the board? Anything else that I like? Uh, obviously, the Raiders game. You got to take the Raiders against the Bucks. Take the Raiders. <laughs> you got it. You just got to do it. Who is um, offensive line is going to be made up of um, who? I have no idea. Are they re-signing Marquette King to be center? <laughs> God, I have no idea. You know what game I, I sneakily like? Uh, I don't. I really don't want to take it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it hits. Is the Jags plus seven and a half? I think this is a week for Justin Herbert to might potentially fall off. Um, but you know that game I'm not touching because it could also just be a game because it's the freaking Jaguars and they're atrocious. But um, that was another game I was just kind of taking a peek at. But uh, I hope it doesn't because I have Justin Herbert in the fantasy league right now because Lamar Jackson has a bye week. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, that was another game I was just kind of taking a sneaky look at. They could always win in a shootout. I, I actually don't like, don't mind that pick. I actually don't mind that pick at all, Jack. Because you get, you know, the Chargers are going to sleepwalk through that game. You yeah, know what I mean? they're going to. It, it's what could be one of those trap game situations where even if the Chargers win, it could just be something like the Jags are just keeping it close the whole time, um, because they it's they just they just underestimate them. And again, you can't do that in the NFL because these guys are professional football players. Gut feeling, 49ers plus two, Patriots minus two. Give me the Pats. Uh, you know, finally back to a regular week, I think. Um, and it's at Gillette, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, cross country. Uh, Bill's finally got a full week back, and I, I think he wants to kind of bury Jimmy Garoppolo and make it make him look good uh, with that trade. So give me give me the Pats minus two, especially in a short line like that. You know, we're sticking with the Patriots uh, at home under a touchdown. So I can't lose this game, just so you know. Like, okay. there's nothing that can happen in this game that'll make me unhappy. Dan, you're a Patriots fan. I know. You will go to two and four. That would be actually really bad. You will go to two and four. You're and the, under five hundred. And the Bills are playing the Jets. So yeah, yeah. That the Dolphins be. are ahead of you right now, just so you know. It's not good, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm also like, well, yeah. How is it being I mean, under five hundred for the first time in uh, eighteen years? I may be like really like not interested in football. Like I was like, wow, like. I'm so much more interested in all the other teams because our team just sucks. And 
Like, I don't know. I don't think our team sucks. I just think that they're so... You got put in a really tough spot last week, you know, yeah, traveling like, to Denver. But, 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 but like and the with Titans, the two, two practices in two weeks. The Titans were in the same spot. What they do? They smashed Buffalo. Smashed them. And, and you just complained all week about having to go to Kansas City and, you know, having to mess up the whole schedule. And you can't do it your way. And then they go out and they lose. And they deserve it. So I'm, I'm more pissed at the Pats right now than anything. I'm going to root for them, obviously. But if Jimmy wins, like, am I going to be that upset that Jimmy wins? Like, you know, like. Are you conceding the season already? They'll be 2-4. No. and four. Not yet. Because then we'll run the table and go 12-4. and four. <laughs> Of course. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's in- how it works in Foxborough. Exactly. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Chris. That's amazing. Very good picks. I, I'll be very interested to see if they hit. Uh, uh, so will I. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be interested in yours sure as well. We'll see what happens. It's not like that's what our entire show is based off of or anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, no pride in this. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. You can listen every Saturday at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on sportscountry.net. Uh, also, you can follow us on Twitter at the Sunday Card. You can also listen to us at Sunday, 11 a.m. If you miss all of those shows, and don't worry, even if you miss those shows, you should listen to them. You should listen to them. But we will post the picks on Sunday for you on Twitter. So make sure you go give it a follow, and of course, always listen to Sports Country. Go give them a follow, Sports Country Radio on uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. And we will see you next week. And hopefully, we'll be a heck of a lot better. Even though, even though we are all at least five hundred or better, so. But hey, having a bad week just means we could go two. Me and you could go two and three, and it's a better week. That's true. Now that's not the goal, but you shoot for the moon. <laughs> you shoot for the moon. You know, maybe you, you hit land amongst the stars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We'll we'll see you next time, and uh, thank you for listening to this. Episode.